In the book of Romans chapter 8, we're going to read this whole chapter together. And there are uh, a whole lot of doctrinal things we could spend a lot of time in in, the, in the, uh, Romans chapter 8. But for the sake of this message today, I just wanted you to see the context in which this verse that we're going to hone in on today is taken from. So we're going to read the whole chapter, but we're not going to go line by line like we normally do because the Lord's given me a message for us today. And uh, it's been quite a while since the Lord gave me a sermon like this because we've been doing a lot of teaching here recently, maybe for the past couple years really. But today's title of today's lesson is called More Than Conquerors. The Lord wants to encourage us today that we're more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Amen? So let's take a look at our, at our home verse. We'll look at Romans 8 and 37, and then we'll go back and we'll read the whole, whole chapter together and see the context in which, which we need to take this verse. So Romans 8 and 37 is just simply what we just said a moment ago. Romans 8 37 says, Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors, through Him who loved us. And we're going to be, go back and read starting in verse 1 of chapter 8. And we'll read this whole chapter together. And I'll just share with you that message that the Lord gave me. So let's pray over this word that He's given us. This is His message to us today is that we're more than conquerors. And we pray, Lord, that we'll be able to receive His message to us today. Father, we come to you today in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for this message which you've given us today, that we're more than conquerors through him who loved us. So, Father, I pray now for the ability, Lord, be it, let me be your mouthpiece today as we speak this message to this thy people. We pray, Lord, for eyes to see and ears to hear and hearts and minds, Lord, that would understand and be encouraged today to know that in the face of all the things we face, that yet we still are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And we ask it in Jesus' name today. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. The Bible says in Romans 8 and 1, I'm just going to read uh, basically this chapter broke down into about three parts. So there's, like I said, there's going to be lots of things here we could spend a lot of time on, but for the sake of the message the Lord's given us, we'll just break it down into three parts and talk about each three parts a little bit. So Romans 8 and verse 1. This is a very great verse here and, and, and very uh, beneficial to us if we'll take it to, to heart to what it says. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin, and He condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is, in, is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the Spirit of Him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, 
He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who dwells in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to de- the death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with Him, that we may also be glorified together. If we're in Christ, we belong to God. Amen? That's what the Bible, we could summarize this passage we just read. If we're in Christ, we belong to God. And we're heirs of God and God's promises. And it says that we're joint heirs, amen, with Christ. Hallelujah. Are you in Christ today? That is the question. Only you know that. We can put on a pretend show. We can say a lot of things and say the right things. But only you and God know whether you're in Christ. And we have to be in Christ so that we might be more than a conqueror through Him who loved us. This world is facing a lot of uncertainty. We talked about it a while ago. We've been talking about it for quite some time now, right? There's a lot of uncertainty in this world. And we're talking about the encouragement which the Word gives us today and this message which the Lord has given us today, that we're more than conquerors. But the key is to make sure that we're in Christ. For if we're in Christ, we're joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Verse 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. There were hard times when this was being written. The church of Jesus Christ was going through hard times at the moment this was being written. The church of Jesus Christ and us here in the United States are going through hard times right now. We don't know how hard things may get. We don't know that. There's a lot of uncertainty. But this we do know, that Christ is with us. Amen? Amen. Verse 19, For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of Him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation groans and labors and birth pains together until now. Not only that, but we also who have the first fruits of the Spirit Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. For we are saved in this hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit Himself makes intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now He who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because He makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. 
And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called, the called according to His purpose. For whom He foreknew, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, that He might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom He predestined, these He also called. Whom He called, these He also justified. And whom He justified, these He also glorified. You've been brought unto this point in history. A lot of people are down and out and discouraged because I just don't know why God just don't come on back and rescue us out of all this mess. What are my children going to do growing up in this kind of world? I want you to be encouraged today that if God brought you to this point, it was for a reason. He will be with you and you will be able to withstand this evil day in which we live. Amen. This world is full of struggles and life is full of struggles. It was when the Bible was being written. And while they were living these stories that we read about, life was full of struggles. It's still full of struggles. I think it's, uh, it's kind of an unsettling thing to me to know now that baby formula is in a major shortage and that people can't find baby formula. We've never had that kind of problem for a long, long time but it's a reality to families right now. Things here in our country don't look good for the near future. We've been talking about that a little bit. We don't know how high the price of gas is going to go in diesel. On the flip side of that, we don't know how, how much our groceries are going to go up. We don't know how many adjustments we're going to have to make to let certain things go, maybe just so that we'll be able to keep food in our pantries. Amen? But I could tell you this today, by the authority of the Spirit of God, you're more than conquerors through Him who loved you. You're more than conquerors through Him who loved you. Amen. We're going to make it. We're going to be okay. There will be hardships, but praise God, hallelujah, we're going to make it because we're more than conquerors through Him that loved us. Whom do you belong to? You belong to God if you're in Christ. If you've made Christ the center of your life, if you've submitted everything in your life unto Him, praise God, you are in Christ. Is there more to learn? Absolutely. Could we do a little better job portraying Christ to the world? Absolutely. But if you've surrendered your life unto Christ, you're in Him, praise God. You've put your sins under His blood. Amen. And you belong to God Almighty. And you're His child. Amen. Amen. We belong to God. We're joint heirs with Christ. And we're more than conquerors through Him who loved us. What was the verse said there? I think it was back in verse 18. I like that verse. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. You know, it goes on to say there in uh, just a few minutes after that, a few verses after that, that the whole creation groaned. I was looking and thinking about how my little baby goats, I'm having to bottle feed some of them and a few of them died and because their mommies didn't take care of them. And you hear people talking about their cows are acting contrary, doing those kinds of things. And it's always been a problem, but it seems like it's more magnified now. And you're sitting here thinking, and the Bible just described it, that that's the creation groaning. It's not the way God designed it. 
for mommy cows and mommy goats to walk off and leave their babies. It wasn't the way it was designed. God didn't intend for people to get addicted to drugs. God didn't intend for all these negative things to happen. But sin brought that in. But hallelujah, God brought the solution to that sin in His Son, Jesus Christ. And it's in Him that we have the victory. Amen? Amen. Verse 31, and this is really where we get into the, to the message that the Lord has given us today, that we're more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Hallelujah. Verse 31, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? But you don't understand how mean this Biden administration really is and what they're capable of. If God be for us, who could be against us? Amen. We're more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Hallelujah. He, I want you to think about this. Hallelujah. Sometimes we get discouraged. But it's in those times of discouragement when we talk to the Lord. Amen. So what shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who could be against us? And think about this. This is what God did for you and I. In verse 32, he who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? That's you and I. We just read about he predestined us. He made a plan for us. He made a way. That means we're his elect. We're his chosen. God knew the day that you would accept Christ. It was on His calendar. This day is the day I will offer them my son, and it will be different than every other time they've ever been offered my son. They're going to accept my son and become saved and become my child. So who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is He who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. And in verse 37, now you see the context. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Sometimes we get discouraged by life. We turn on the news and we see and we get discouraged. Sometimes it's things in our family. We get discouraged. We get depressed. We get down and out. But I was reminded this week, sitting on a school bus, a little bit down and out about certain things. And I felt helpless. And all of a sudden, the Spirit of God flooded my soul. Hallelujah. And this is what He said to me. 
there was a cross that stood on a hill outside Jerusalem. Hallelujah. And it was stained with the blood of my son, Jesus. And that blood still counts. There was a tomb where his body was laid, but that tomb is empty. And there's a seat at the right hand of the majesty on high, hallelujah, that's occupied by his son, Jesus Christ. And even greater still, he sent the Holy Spirit that he may live in you and I. That like we said a couple weeks ago, we're not been left orphans, hallelujah. He is with us forevermore, hallelujah. And we are more than conquerors through him who loved us, hallelujah. Somebody give the Lord a praise today and say, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, he has saved us. And he's not going to leave us. And he's not going to forsake us. And he's not going to abandon us, hallelujah. Praise God. There were people in this country who lived through the Great Depression. But you know what they said kept them going? Was their faith in Christ. And it was their faith in Christ that kept them strong. And it was the things that God would begin to do that He would see His people through. Hallelujah. A lot of people are saying today in this world, they say, well, the gas, diesel fuel is almost $6 a gallon. Lord's got to be coming. Well, I don't know if He's coming today or not. He might. He might come before this service is over. He might come before the day is over. He might not come till next week. I don't know. This I do know. He said, put your trust in me and you'll be more than conquerors through whatever comes our way and whatever we face, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Praise God. Sometimes we get discouraged by the things that's going on. Amen? It could be health. It could be... Uh, society, it could be family, it could be lots of different things. But we have this sure promise that if we're in Christ, we're joint heirs. And how will He now not freely give us all things? Hallelujah. I want you to be encouraged today. We face uncertainty in this country. Christians face even more uncertainty, right? We don't know how they're going to do. They, they've just got bad attitudes toward Christians and they just want us to shut up and go away. But the darker this world gets, the more our light will shine. Here's the key for you and I as Christians who are in Christ, who do not walk according to the flesh. Don't let it harden our hearts. Don't let it cause our love to grow cold. Let us still get up and go to church. Let us still talk to people about Jesus. Let us still give to the poor and the needy, right? Amen. Jesus said, in this life, you will have tribulation. In this world, He said, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. Hallelujah. I'm encouraged today that we're more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Amen. You've been brought to this point for some reason. We don't know why and we're never going to know why, I guess, until we go be with the Lord. We're going to be the ones that say, yeah, I lived under the Biden administration who didn't know where they was going and what to do. But Christ was faithful. I lived through $6 a gallon diesel fuel, but Christ was faithful and I had food on my table. My family was provided for. Hallelujah. I want you to think about that for a moment. Graduating classes here in a few weeks here in our local area. We're going to have a whole bunch of new uh, high school graduates 
going out to start their place in the world, make a name for themselves and live their lives, they face an uphill struggle. When I graduated high school, it was about $1.50 for gas. Up until a few years ago, it was still just around two, two fifty, something like that. Now they're costing them four fifty. They got a lot of adversity to face. But if we've committed them unto the Lord, and they'll commit their lives unto the Lord, they'll be able to stand here twenty or thirty years later and say, God was faithful, and I was more than a conqueror through him who loved me. Hallelujah. So here in 2022. God has brought you to this point because He won't abandon you. He didn't bring you to this point to just let you fall over the cliff. You're more than a conqueror. And that's our word today. We are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. We have to sometimes be reminded because like I said, discouragement and defeat and all these things, it starts to weigh in. Lord, what am I going to do? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? We used to sing a song when I was a boy. And I looked it up. It's in our book. Just a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Now let us tell him all about our troubles. He will hear our faintest cry. He will answer by and by. When you feel a little prayer wheel turning, know a little fire is burning. Just a little talk with Jesus makes me whole. Amen? Amen. When you get down and out, when you get discouraged, when things don't look like they're going right for your family, commit your family unto the Lord. When your children, you don't know if they're ever going to get saved or not, commit them unto the Lord and pray unto the Lord and say, Lord, I'm committing them into your hands. Because the Bible says He's able to keep what's committed unto Him. And we'll be more than conquerors through Him who loved us. And that is Christ. Amen. Amen. That's all I have for this morning. Very short message, but very important. Amen. Let's pray this morning. Hallelujah. Father, we come to you today as we close this message. Hallelujah. We thank you for thy presence. We thank you for your message to us here today. That hallelujah. You are with us. Hallelujah. And that we're more than conquerors through him who loved us. Oh, Father, there's... As much uncertainty now in this world as there's ever been. There's more distraction in this world than there's ever been. But Lord, we want to be in you, in Christ, that we may be more than conquerors. Hallelujah. I pray that every soul here today and everyone that hears this voice of mine today would not be hearing my voice, but hearing yours say, Are you in Christ? If you're not in Christ, you can be. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins and make me now your child and a joint heir with Jesus Christ, and now make me more than a conqueror through Him who loved me. Father, I pray for those of us that's walked with You for a long time. Lord, we already know this truth, and it's just been reassurance to us today. But Lord, help us be reestablished in this truth that no matter what comes in this world, no matter what kind of governmental messes they make that truly affect us in negative ways, that we'll still be more than conquerors. And then our voice will st still say, Jesus is the Lord and he's been good to me. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for each and every person who's heard this message today. Lord, that they'll be established in Christ. 
that they'll give their lives completely to Christ, that they'll turn themselves completely over to Him. And Lord, that after that, they'll be like the rest of us who has been spoken to here today. Lord, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. Father, I give you thanks for this today. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray you keep each and every person safe to the next appointed time we meet, God. And help us, dear Lord, to never lose sight of this message you've given us today. You came and you were with us in this place today and spoke your words to us right from the Bible and made it fresh and anew to us that we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. In Jesus' mighty name we thank you. Amen and amen.